This podcast is brought to you by Men's Tea Clinic. Men's Tea Clinic is the team I trust with my total wellness optimization, and so should you. Five DFW locations with North Frisco, El Dorado Parkway at Dallas North Tollway now open. Call 972-GO-MEN'S-TEA or visit mensteaclinic.com. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We open with a massive sports week live from spring training in Surprise, Arizona. General at your service at ease. There's Brian Broaddus. Former NFL scout and executive Lucius Alexander back home in the Pimp Cup there at 75 and Fitzhugh. Of course, uh, Wolchuk and Chiafalo are here uh, rocking out in surprise. And Carter Freeman is coordinating your video. And along with you, we are the G-Bag Nation here on 105 Through the Fan. How you guys doing? Excited to be here? Oh, this is incredible. This is, uh, this is A1 stuff right now. Me and Walchuk soaking it all in. The ballpark vibes. Walchuk, are you kidding me? Yeah, the it's smell fun, right? of the funnel cakes, all the hot dogs, all the, uh, all the baseball pastimers that are here enjoying uh, a little bit of Arizona weather and some lovely baseball. This is incredible. Yeah, soaking it in. The weather is perfect. Lucius, how's the weather back there in our fair DFW today? Well, uh, it's hella dusty here in the DFW area. Oh, no. What yeah, happened? it's just dusty. Windy? Yeah. Uh, it, it looks like Amarillo or El Paso wow. out here right now. Wow. Yeah, everybody's coat, uh, everybody's car has like a coat of like this Ooh. this orange dust on it. Yeah. Yep. Well, I saw the weather's going to be good this weekend. The car washes are going to be the place to be. Yeah. They, they will. And uh, it, it, the, the good weather's coming. Can't wait. A little rain on Wednesday, I think, uh, in, in the Metroplex. Our spring training coverage is brought to you by Sonic. Mmm. Good. Mmm. Yeah. I do love me some Sonic. I I do, too. I've been looking for one out here. We do have a massive sports week on our our hands, though. Are the Mavs maybe in a bit of a crisis? The NFL Combine and free agency news cycle. Stephen Jones talking today. We got to get into that. I I think we got further confirmation. Dak's going to be the Cowboys quarterback for maybe the rest of this decade. Uh, We do have you covered. Broadus, you know, can holler at at his gang of seven at any time and and get insider reports regarding any personnel that might become available uh, or anything we need to know about uh, within 15, 20 minutes, you know, sometimes sooner. And we'll discuss all those here this week live in Surprise, Arizona. Ranger optimism is in the air. But the big MLB storyline is MLB speeding up the game. And you can see explanations of the rules taped up here in the press box. It's pretty cool. Um, and I, I think this is great, you know. Uh, it, it, I, I tell you, I, I think the biggest problem with this whole deal is just our attention spans can't handle nothing happening for 40 seconds. We get distracted. The next thing you know, we're looking at Twitter for the next 30 minutes. It, didn't, it no longer matched our attention spans and viewing habits. And now I think they've made a decisive move. I'm actually excited now to try out the baseball product again and see if just the game on TV can make me interested. Because right now, I, I like playing the game. Baseball was my first love as a sport. I like it when the Rangers are so good they might win the World Series. I, I need some sort of social context to invest that much time in this game because it slows down to a halt. I'm the guy they got to get back in, Wolchuk, Chiafalo, Broadus. What do you say? Yeah, to me, it's, it's one of those things where I'm excited firsthand to see these new rules. 
And, you know, I was talking with Derek over the weekend, and, and, and Dutch does an awesome job when he fills in on KMC, and, and he's talked a lot about it. Yeah, he doesn't like the new rules for pitchers, right? But I, I, I mean, I asked him. I was like, look, okay, on average, let's say you weren't thinking about 15 seconds is what you have to, to get everything in, in terms of your motion, your delivery to get your pitch. How, what was your average time it took to get a pitch off? He said it was about 12 to 13 seconds. So in reality, this isn't a rule that would affect him, and you're having about two-and-a-half-hour games here in spring training. So this is working in terms of getting the pace of play up, getting faster games in. And I think that's important, especially for you know the youth, which it's all about you know smaller consumption where you know you have basketball games nhl hockey games i know a football game it's like three hours but for whatever reason we're, we're a football crazed country right well and they give you stuff yes they give you stuff like every 10 seconds i feel like if i pick up my phone during nfl or basketball or hockey i'm gonna miss something soccer it's like oops oh i don't want to do that again better leave my phone down and i get your point in, in baseball, baseball it's begging you to pick yeah. your phone up because it's it's taken so damn long between so you, action you want it yeah. to, to, to kind of just uptick you know yeah. you want the pace of play and i think this is working let's build so some tension far. here let's the build one some thing momentum. the yeah. one thing you don't want is end of the game situation you don't want a game to end on okay now you have a violation and that's no. how the game's going to that's end. That's, that's a strike three, boom, batter's out uh, because he wasn't in the in the batter's box in time. And he's maybe last the two rules. innings. Let's just throw it out. You know, let's go back to the old way. The last two innings, if that's what they want to do, right? This is a trial phase. Who knows what's going to happen and what needs to be tweaked, Chief? But I like the direction they're heading in, and you know, I th- I do respect Dutch's takes on a lot of stuff, but this is one of them. I think he's dead wrong on. Yeah, I, I, I agree like with it. you from a viewing experience. I like it a ton, and I was surprised to see guys like Scherzer are coming out and saying dude i like this too it it gives me a new mind game that i can play it gives me more control he says the power the pitcher has now i can totally dictate the pace the rule change of the hitter having only one timeout changes the complete dynamic of the hitter and pitcher dynamic and so he says he loves it and and that's one of the the top guys in, in all of the sport and so that's that's what you'll have some of these guys doing where okay how can i play this into my advantage here and some of the best in the sport especially when it comes to pitchers because they do, they are able to dictate it a little bit more. Uh, I, I think that you'll see them take advantage of it. But at the end of a game, I, you know, if it's a, if you're in a last pitch scenario, like if this pitch could be the last pitch of the game, maybe you, maybe it's null and void. Or like the entire, if it's a tie game in the ninth bottom of the ninth or something yep. like that maybe you maybe you do away with it but i'm loving it it brings more intrigue you're seeing i mean you have seen games already be dictated the rangers had one the other day where mm-hmm. uh they, they 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 got a ball because of it and so i don't know I, I think it's fun and i'm i'm juiced up about it and i like that guys like scherzer i actually appreciate it what you think brought us yeah i think what oh, we need to, yeah i think yeah. we need to keep uh, an eye on like when runners get on base that's the thing I think we kind of need to be worried about. You know, will the game, it's fine right now when there's nobody on base. And, and what kind of situations, you know, Major League Baseball, have they thought about everything? Have they thought it all through, uh, you know, like these pitchers? And, again, when we see, uh, you know, when they're kind of moving right along and the game's moving along, everything's cool. But then you get runners on base. That's where it tends to slow things down. So yeah. uh, I, I, I kind of I, I know they're going to have to work uh, work through some things, but at least I like what I'm seeing so far. I love that, and I didn't mean to cut you off there, but I think that that's a great point you made, Brian. The pickoff attempt and and the limit of okay, you can only step off the yeah. rubber twice. That's weird. You you should not be limiting the amount of pickoff attempts, right? No. That, that's that's a way to play defense. 
That, yeah. That's a big way to try and negate a pitcher's ability to control the running game. Yeah. That's something I think you might need to tweak and adjust this thing moving forward. You can't, you can't, because after two, what the guy just gets a free stolen base now? Yes. <laughs> Come on, if you have any speed at all, it's just weird. Well, they're trying to, I guess, trying to encourage rule the Bach, essentially. Yeah, they're trying to encourage running and they're trying to in- encourage motion of the game and you yeah. know bigger bases, uh, you know the the pitch clock and all this stuff like that. The number of times you can go over and throw the ball. I mean, I mean, but the- it's effectively really one because after you get to one, you know the guy can't get to two. Right. He can't. Right. He can't throw twice over there. Yep. I, I I don't know that there's a compromise to be found there, but we shall see. I can't wait for some free stolen bases to be happening. And, and we'll see how they adjust. Okay, we are watching Brewers and Royals uh, halfway through the first inning here at Surprise Stadium in Arizona. Salute to Southwest Airlines. They did, they did a nice job on that flight, didn't they? It was a totally full flight. I had no issues. You guys? Uh, well, my only issue was the fact that the Wi-Fi didn't work. Oh, so we yeah. weren't able to watch the Mavericks-Lakers yeah. game. And no, maybe right. that was, I misspoke. Maybe that was for our own benefit because we all would have just Ooh. been uh, swearing up a storm after the Mavericks yeah. blew a 27-point lead and then a 14-point lead at halftime. Yeah, Southwest yeah. knew that Baskey was on that flight, and they yeah. did what was best. <laughs> For the entire entire flight, it was a full flight. We can't afford to have an unhinged Baskey. I no. mean, even this morning he was still enraged. He was, dude. I, I ran into him down there getting my uh, continental breakfast there at the airline uh, or at the hotel, and dude, he just had this energy coming off him. I was like, I I don't think Basic wants to have a breakfast chat with me right now. I, I I think he's in his Mavs toxic mind, and so I just left him alone. He pointed the direction of the coffee, and I would say, all right, buddy, I'll I'll, I'll see you on down the line. But yeah. Southwest must have heard the old story that Mike would go to his minor league managers and say, I can't pitch today. The Mavs have a playoff game. (laughs) (laughs) Guys trying to get back to the big leagues and he he couldn't pitch on a day the Mavs had the playoffs. They're like, okay, let's give Mike the day off. Or maybe they played last night. He hadn't slept all night. I'd like to think he painted it in a selfless way. Like, guys, you're not going to get the best out of me tonight. Okay, so I'm putting the team first. Believe me, I hate this about myself, but I know it. We need this victory. I'll just hang out in the man cave. I'll uh, shovel shovel some Cheetos in my face. I'll watch some Mavericks uh, basketball, and we'll we'll go get the victory tonight. It's funny because Taylor Hearn – is a similar way, and he had a start last year when the Ranger, when the Rangers were playing, and the Mavs were taking on Utah in the postseason. Oh yeah, I remember. And that. I think it was the fastest I've seen Taylor work <laughs> in my life, getting to do pre and post, filling in for Jared, and he just buzzed through five innings of work. And not only that, he was efficient. Nice. It was one of his better starts of the entire season. Yeah, energized, give you a little motivation. Well, it is a horrible situation for the Mavs to be in. It's not very fun. I think the good news is it's still a short sample size. There's plenty of time to get this figured out, and it takes a while to marry two superstars and get everybody to adjust in a, in a way. But now you have maybe the coaching staff a little bit uh, frustrated uh, with Luka Doncic, and you have enough negativity going on now that the negative momentum could become a distraction. But you give up a 27-point lead, that can absolutely serve as a catalyst to a turning point for the worse in the season and I just hope it's not that I hope it's just a small sample size and guys who um, you know are ultimately going to get this figured out maybe struggling a little bit to to put everything on the same page together what's your guys take on what unfortunately happened to the Mavs yesterday I kind of feel like though when you with the Mavs uh, you know and the questions were all about you know well hey do you find a way why is Josh not playing, what's, you know, Christian Wood, you know, rotations, timeouts. 
I think that if you asked, uh, I think if you asked Jason Kidd, you know, they had an opportunity to take a timeout. They blew that opportunity. I think he would admit that 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 kind of that uh, take it or lose it timeout they have at the three minute mark was something that uh, they they would probably like to have back. But you know, just talking to some folks over there because we were mentioning it. Uh, you know, we were just even talking about why Josh, why why not enough Josh, and you know, coming from those guys, it was. He just was really, really bad for several games. You know, less minutes yesterday, and so yeah, you're right. He, he that pick, doesn't help. Yeah, he picked up those three fouls real quick, and it, you know, made a lot of mistakes too. And so, you know, he he just, you know, it was something that you know Holiday was going to get a look. That was the whole well, thing. It, it kind of yeah. kind of self inflicted by Josh from talking to guys over at the Mavs. I, I think it does go to what I was just saying, though, about figuring out what your new role is. Now, you're Josh Green pre-Kyrie Irving, and you're like a, an oasis in the desert because you can handle the ball and pass a little bit, and the team desperately needs you in that role of playmaking a little bit. And now they're asking you to, to work it a little bit differently, and the shots aren't there. And I think last night uh, there were a couple of moments in the game it was clear he was frustrated getting into it a little bit with uh, with the opposition that was uh, oh, fun. Austin Reeves, right? Yeah. It sounded like Austin And then Reeves. Anthony Davis yeah. after the game. Oh, that's yeah. fantastic. Well, you know, I think with yeah. the Mavs, too, and, and, and just one of the things that they brought up, too, was they were talking about that a lot of their, uh, you know, their best players need to be better. You yeah. know, that's kind of something they've talked about. But they've also said the role guys have been, you know, way, been minus, hmm. minus way too much this season. And that's that's been an issue that they're having to deal with. And, you know, there might even be some questions about, you know, do you, do you keep, you know, Christian Wood even in the rotation at all? Well, you know? yeah, you know, I saw that when Wood plays 28 minutes plus, they're 7-14, and 14, and that is just an insane number to look at. I mean, defensively, when he's making mistakes like that, they look like a team with nothing but rookies. Mm-hmm. And then you look at Houston and you're like, maybe he wasn't anything to do with the solution, but was one of the main reasons they, they were losing and they, they still have that defensive culture in Houston if you look at what Damian Lillard did to him last night. <laughs> I mean, that's what he's coming from. So, you know, I, 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 I really think that what they did is they sacrificed their identity trying to get more talent. They had a great thing going. Let's play defense. You know, it was similar to Allen Iverson's Philadelphia 76ers teams. I know Lucius remembers that team well. But in, in 2001, AI had this team of great defenders and some outside shooters and a couple of playmakers around him. No real stars. You know, Eric Snow, Aaron McKee, you guys probably remember these guys as well. Um, you know, and, and that kind of concept around AI had this magical ability where everybody knew that's our offense, right? Everybody just compliment him. And this year it's like, well, we got to get more talent. But you took away from your identity as a defensive team that also had an offensive identity. And, you know, w- once things started to come apart last year, I would have done the same thing. You know, I, I think there was a limit to the ceiling of that formula. And ultimately, that AI team met it against the Lakers in 2001 in the finals, and it wasn't really that close. Mm-hmm. You know, so I agree that the Mavs are looking at it and saying, man, we got to get way better. This might be a good winning formula that that won us some series, but we need an upgrade in talent. And, you know, so they, they take a big swing like that. And now I think they're kind of picking up the pieces on a failed experiment. 
on a failed sacrifice of their principles to try to get more talented. And I, I think it's got to be frustrating for Jason Kidd because he really had an overachieving group, and now he's looking at an underachieving group, and that, that is going to touch off a, a lot of you know bad mojo, I think. You ain't kidding. The mind games yeah. that Jason Kidd's ready to start uh, yeah. playing, and he already is. This dude, yeah. every time he gets to the podium, I'm like trying to figure out what is he talking about. Yeah. I think maybe my biggest takeaway from yesterday was, holy smokes, this Jared Vanderbilt fella. Yeah, he's my, good. Well, Helpful. Yeah, pretty dang helpful. That was yeah. that was like a throw-in on the trade they made, the yep. Lakers. And that dude seemed like – did he get every single offensive rebound possible yesterday? Seemed like it. Loose All balls. the steals. Yeah, that dude was a beast. Okay, the Stars traded Dennis Gurionov to Montreal for Evgeny Dadanov, a skilled forward that can play anywhere in the lineup, and he's scoring some goals. Uh, so, hasta luego, Dennis Gurionov. That and was one of my favorites. Peter DeBoer knows him. You know, he, they were together there in Vegas. So, okay, uh, cool. Gurionov wasn't getting much playing time. He had to leave the team for personal reasons. So, uh, maybe, maybe a good change of scenery for both parties. Yeah, they were all kind of hoping for Kane, right? Wasn't yes. all Mav fans, um, excuse Stars me, fans. Stars fans were hoping that maybe they could make the trade with the with the Blackhawks, but uh, that just didn't materialize. It was a little too rich, I yeah, think, for absolutely. the Stars. For a rental, at least, yeah. Kane was incredible last week. He sure was. He was he, he, yeah, he, an audition there. Yep. Yeah. Click by click, what Stephen Jones says the team needs to do to take the next step in the G-Bag of the day right here on 105.3 The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Welcome back, Nation. Stephen Jones on what it's going to take to get beyond the division around. We'll score his response. Go point by point or click for click. Segments brought to you by Window Nation. And it's brought to you by the Frankels. There's a reason you need a special license to drive a big truck. So companies that hire drivers and put them in a big truck should be held accountable for what happens when one hurts you. Frankly, you need Franklin. Frankel consultations always free. Truckwreck.com. We are live at spring training. Our coverage brought to you by Sonic. And uh, we're watching the Royals and Brewers play a little hardball here. The grinky grunts, I think, are a real thing. Yeah, it is a real thing. Yeah. I, I, you know, that was funny because walking into the ballpark uh, – uh, Zach was like telling us, like, "Hey, man, this guy's gonna grunt." And I'm mm-hmm. like, "He's just he's just BSing me here." Nope. But no, it, it's like watching a tennis match. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Granky's uh, he's very verbal, and I was wondering if if the mics would be able to pick up on this. But Granky's a grunter, no question about it. We got the windows cracked, so we're getting all the uh, all the good vibes. He's consistently 
throwing that ball with about five seconds left on the clock, by the way. Yeah. That seems to be his sweet spot. But, uh, yeah, big-time big time grunter, the Grinky. I'm interested when we get later in these games, when the bullpen gets out there. Those are some of your slower workers. I think that's when you're going to see the, this, the pitch clock start to affect some of these guys. Some of the starters, they work a little quicker, and it's not going to really hurt them. Stephen Jones on what it's going to take. Uh, we've got to be one click better. He said, we're right there. We've just had some things. If a couple things go our way, you're in it. I think it's been four straight games against real contenders in the playoffs where they've looked like they haven't had a real chance, if you ask me. That's what, what has happened uh, every, every playoff since they started this run with Dak in 2016. But he says, at the end of the day, we've got to have our key guys, and they've all got to play one click better. I don't think your key guys are going to play better. You tell me what you guys think here. He goes, we all got to uh, be one click better. We got to make the team one click better. That's something that's doable. You know, the front office, you can make it one click better. We got to coach one click better. I think that could happen on offense. We'll see what uh, Mike, Mike McCarthy does. Uh, uh, our key guys got to play one click better if we're going to. I mean, we have to, we have to take the next step. We've got a good football team. I think our regular season wins, maybe the Chiefs have more. That's because your division stinks. Okay, you have so many regular season wins and can't get it done because your division stinks and your system doesn't stand up when you come across really good teams that have a good uh, offense and a good defense. You're getting shut down, you know. So I get that it looks kind of close, but it, it I believe they're much farther away than their regular season record and this final scores would indicate. Yeah, I'd be with you 100%. These these regular season double digit wins uh, ha- are probably hurting them when it comes to the current team building because they think they are so close. Hey, we're a couple of plays here or there, and most people would probably feel much differently looking back and, and looking at this team and the failures in the playoffs. This is this has not been, oh, one random play. Oh, we got a bad call. This is like in the first or second round, you're, getting, you're not able to score any points. Yeah. It's an effective dump trucking. They're picking you up and putting you right on your head and saying you're not going to move the football today or we're going to move it at will against you. And that's been the case, you know, other than some second-half comebacks. Brian, what, what do you think? Yeah, I kind of feel like, though, that to me the problem, the better at one click is moving on from Kellen Moore. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe, you know, and, and maybe, maybe Kellen Moore was the scapegoat in all this uh, you know, going forward uh, because, you know, they're not going to do the defense. They feel like, hey – they give up 19 points against the 49ers. They shut down Tom Brady, you know, the previous playoff game. They probably look at this as, you know, hey, we have to be better on offense. So I think Stephen Jones always tries to kind of encompass everybody, the whole team aspect. But in, in actuality, I think he was focusing on what was going on that offensive side of the ball. NFC East had three team in the playoffs, 3-2-5. Maybe i got to update that take. What do you say, Wolchuk? I don't know. It's frustrating to me. I mean, I, they're, they're thinking about it is, all right, it was one possession games, right? So to them, they probably feel as though they're close. If you look at the game in its entirety, two years ago against San Francisco, the game's not that close. They got their ass kicked. Last year, they certainly just didn't have the horses on the offensive side of the football. They, they didn't. It was C.D. Lamb once Tony Pollard went down with injury, and they just didn't have anybody else that they could rely on to really – do anything on the offensive side of the football but then again if you want to go back to your quarterback and and i'm going to keep going on this because this is this is the bottom line here if this is going to be your guy your guy has to be the one to do this when he is put in a position to be able to go and win the football game 
with three minutes to go and it is a one-score game and you're talking about being a tick better and you're in the postseason and you have a chance to go, go and do this. You have to go do it. And now you're looking at two postseason games the past two years and he's failed. So Dak's got to look in the mirror and he's got to say, all right, I've got to get better or am I who I am? And at this point, I think we all acknowledge that guy's probably who he is. And at some point, as much as we complain, he doesn't have the receivers. He doesn't have an offensive line. Where's a running game? At some point, he's had all of these things. The defense last year, he had it, right? That defense, they played their ass off against San Francisco. They played well enough to win that football game. That's not the reason they lost. Because your quarterback didn't play well enough. That's the bottom line. Yeah. No, he need, but, you know, that's why I look at the front office. They should know that by now, right? They should know. And, and Steven actually added today, maybe we need one more playmaker, they which do. gives me hope. They do. They, need, know, to get, they that, need to get more help around And, and Jerry actually had a short quote where he's like, we overestimated Gallup and Tolbert, you know? So maybe they're going to go into this offseason and really make sure they have actual four guys that can score a touchdown. Do we have the, the front runner now for understatement of the year? With the quote, maybe we need one more playmaker. <laughs> yeah. Dear God, bro, you need three or four. Yes, you do. Because what happens if, oh, my gosh, now CD goes down or that one more playmaker goes down? Now how many playmakers do you have? Th- that's the perfect sentence right? of just like, we look at this differently than you do. You think you need one more playmaker. Everybody else who's ever watched a football game will tell you you need about three more. You need as many as you can possibly have. All righty, we are off and running here on a Monday. It's spring training. It is the G-Bag Nation on 105.3 The Fan. Broadus, you sound like Darth Vader over there on the other side of that glass. Do I really? Am I breathing strong in this thing? Yeah, yeah, it sounds like the cardio is really kicking ass and taking names today. No, you know what? I'm actually, I'm just kind of enjoying the baseball here. You know, I love being on the show and stuff like that, you know, hanging out. It's just, it's cool when you can, like, broadcast. And so my mic was a little close, probably a little close to the the mouth. So I'll I'll, uh, I'll back up there. I'll back up. You know, just looking out for the Tolos here. Uh, Are they saying it on the Tolos? Yeah. Yeah, they were like, whoa, who's oh, breathing? Yeah. <laughs> well, what guys tell me that. I don't have that stuff up in front of me if I'm, no, like, just care, if, if, if I'm like yeah. wearing you guys out. Just, no. you know, let me know. No, it's all good, buddy. I was it's doing my friendly. Mike McCarthy imitation As there always, for a minute. Yeah. It's not like I'm going to come over and slam an egg on your head. <laughs> oh, you know what? The, by the way, that thing, I, yeah, we saw some remnants of uh, the egg from Friday on the, the cables and stuff. I think Sean and RJ are just kind of guys that like to complain. Myself, you know, yeah, no yeah, kidding. I, I think I think I did a pretty good job of cleaning up that area. I think they no, you did. You yeah, did a nice I job. Think, yeah, I, it was it was the best bet payoff of the year, by the way. Yeah. We absolutely saved the best for last. It was fireworks. It is time now for the G bag of the day. Curated by Lucius. <laughs> How you fellas doing? <laughs> All right. Come on, Lucius. Man. You got to help me, man. What are you talking about? It's how I always broadcast. Uh, let's see. Where we last left off. Man, a- are, I thought I had some good teammates here, man. You yeah. Yeah, you do, <laughs> man. We're making fun of you, bro. I got some America's Best Golden Blend Chew if you want some, bro. This might make I'll tell you what, better. man. I'm just kind of enjoying it. I'm sitting over here. Yeah, all good. All good. Our G-Bag of the Year winner uh, is a prank on Sandler. Shout out to Brian Broaddus and Zach Woolchuck for getting that done. And we didn't cook the books here in the G-Bag Nation. The people decided that right there. That's right. We didn't cook the books either. Well done. That was a huge day for you, Brian. It's a great day. Thank you, man. Appreciate that. Yeah, man. Uh, Let's see. Now let's go back to the original G-Bag of the day. Our our winner, ABC Eyewitness News in New Jersey, Brick City. Uh, She's seen a tornado. 
And then it got real dark and then things started. I never seen the wind blew like I did. It it blew so till I said, Gloria, let's get in the top. It's a tornado. And I went, I ran in the top. I said, I was doing like Dorothy. I said, well, if you're going to take me, Lord, you're going to take me in the tub, because I'm going to sit here until it's over. Hmm. Good Gloria. Gloria! Let's see <laughs> what else we have here for you boys. Sound uh, like Brett Hall. <laughs> Charles Gloria. Barkley, you got you Gloria! Gloria! I love that joke. Double fist in 40s. Get all the goodies for you. Let's see. Charles Barkley, he murked. He did the Lord's work on Isaiah Thomas. Put him to rest. Dang. Troy? Tell you what, boy. They had to read 88 85. Isaiah Thomas rolling over in his grave watching these Pistons play. Markel Fultz had 14 and 8 assists. And nobody corrects him. <laughs> what? <laughs> Isaiah Thomas, okay. All Did the right. Lord's work on him? Put him to rest, man. I'm pretty sure he was just in the news a couple of weeks ago. Pretty sure. Should have known that, and maybe he's an NBA reporter. Mm-hmm. Let's go to Sacramento Kings I, right I here. I do like him going back and forth with Stephen A. I saw that this morning. Who on the was? First take. I was watching Hotel TV. They brought him in for like a 30-minute segment, and it was good. It was who, good sports Who was content. going back and forth Chuck, with Stephen A.? Okay. Chuck, Chuck Wagon was on ESPN this morning. It was good content. Oh, Lord. I know. <laughs> oh, but it's perfect. Lord. It's perfect with everything Jeez. going on with the Lakers right now, right? Like, they're pivoting from, from Cowboys 24-7 to Lakers 24-7. And, and the other part of that story is now the Lakers feel like, holy crap, we've won all these games since the trade, and we come back from 27 down, the first biggest comeback. They're talking like they're contenders now big story we'll see yeah uh sacramento kings right here post game is fox and monk they're talking to uh after beating the clippers on friday what is the statement that you guys have made tonight as the sacramento kings uh, was it talks talk about westbrook or was it talks about us because i don't give a i don't i don't give a who's over there yeah we ain't worried about that it doesn't matter we're yeah some, man we here we you here. see you see the league the talent in this league there are a lot of talented teams obviously he added talent to this team um but we come in, we worry about us. We here too, though. We coming at everybody. We coming for you. Yeah, we coming for you. <laughs> I like that young guy energy right there. They're they're trying to be the hunters. No longer the hunted. They don't give a bleep who's over there. Yeah, those guys are good, man. Uh, probably just a regular season team for now would be my guess. But yeah, man, you can't you can't sleep on a team that threw sixty five games now is what third in the West. Yeah. Good, yeah, good group of ballers. That beam is staying lit, yeah. and yep. they dropped 176 on Friday night, I believe. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I can't uh, wait to a 200 game. I'm waiting for it, bro. Oh, it's coming. dude, yeah. I'm ready. Well, we're yeah. about to get a 100 individual player, right? <laughs> Are we about to break Wilts because yeah. everybody's just dropping 70 like it's kind of no problem? Yeah, I know. Now you look at Kobe's 81 in a in a more defensive era, and you're like, maybe that's gonna kind of crumble or, or or fall tumble as you know, the modern number to look at because this was the first time ever that you've had two players go for 70 in the same season. Yesterday was a church day, fellas. We've got a little church testimony service. That's when you get up there and tell the church, the congregation, about the, the blessings that God has been giving you. You know, I checked my mailbox, and there was a check for $100 in there. Didn't even know. Look at Lord looking out for me, right? Let's go, got a testimony service right here, folks. I also want to thank God for my daughter's health. 
my baby's had COVID three times, and the first two times she wasn't vaccinated. But she has the residual of a heart condition, and she is doing well. She wasn't vaccinated. She wasn't, she wasn't vaccinated. vaccinated. And she's got the residuals. Yeah, she has the residuals of a heart condition. Respectfully, she owns the uh, yeah the Michael uh, Jackson catalog. She's an anti-vasser. <laughs> Vasser. Uh, XFL got the Guardians QB right here. Uh, please, guys, be quiet in the huddle, please. All right, tight. Act two, hot. All right, tight. Belly Act two. Still belly Shut the up, y'all. Listen. <laughs> Act two, hot. On one on one. Ready? Nothing worse than when an offensive lineman suggesting a play call. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite thing about the XFL right now, man. Hey. Just dropping F-bombs left and right because everybody's mic'd up, but nobody remembers that they're mic'd up. Nobody cares that they're mic'd up, and they're just F-bombing all over the place. Man, people are so funny. I yeah. love that. That's uh, good command of the huddle. Sticking with the XFL, we'll get this out the way because I see we're up against it. They're flashing the light on y'all. Okay. Uh, WFAA-TV reporter William Joy takes a shot at the Cowboys for no good damn reason. Yeah, even though attendance was pretty decent today, the weather probably kept a lot of people away. There were a lot of people in heavy winter coats, a lot of people in blankets. But frankly, I think people are just excited to have a team in Arlington that actually plays football games in February. Live in Arlington, <laughs> I'm William. Oh, wow. <laughs> Wasn't even necessary, bro. Oh, man, that's good, William. <laughs> Is it WFA's William Joy putting a little pressure on the Cowboys? Maybe that's, got, that's what it's got to come to. TV reporters swerving across 17 lanes of traffic to hit the Cowboys. You got the XFL Guardians QB getting the attention there in the huddle. Church Day, thanks for my daughter's health. Fox and Monk don't care who's over there. Isaiah Thomas rolling over in his grave, according to Charles Barkley. <laughs> or the ABC Eyewitness News lady there with the uh, the tornado. I'll go WFA, Wolchuk. How about you? Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Barkley there. How about you, Chiafalo? XFL quarterback. We're tied at one, Broadus. Yeah, I'm going to go with that reporter putting the Cowboys on notice. Hmm. Okay, it's two to one to one, Lucius. What do you say? I want to combo that. Uh... WFAA reporter William Joy and the XFL because it's both XFL. I love that. How about that? Okay. Okay. Right on. Your rules, baby. I love it. That means the combo wins three to one to one and is your new G-Bag of the Day champion. Okay, when we come back, it's time now for Krusty's Corner. Brian, where are we going? Yeah, I'm going to play a little game with my guys here. We're going to talk about the top five Cowboys of all time. We'll do that next. Thank you, Lucius. Uh, it is the G-Back Nation live from Surprise, Arizona, home of Rangers Spring Training. They're visiting the Reds today. Um, so uh, we have the Royals home. You know, they, they share this home with the Royals, so Royals are hosting the Brewers right now. Just had a nice little gapper there, a little double brought in a run, and they're playing baseball just, uh, you know, 100 feet in front of us or so. Time now for Krusty's Corner. Here he is, King of the Krusty's brought us. Thank you very much, General. Appreciate that. Um, yeah, it's so great to be out here, and, and thanks to the folks at Sonic for mm. making that all possible Good. for us. Real quick before I get to Krusty's uh, Corner, I reached out to uh, the gang of uh, seven about yeah. a Jalen Ramsey trade. Hello. Sure did, what'd they say? You know, and it, it seems to be that three of the guys got back to me before the show, and everybody's kind of split on compensation on that. One guy had a, uh, that you would probably have to spend a first round pick to get him. A second guy was a second-round pick, and then the third guy was actually a third-round pick. But to a man, it was all about the contract. Yeah. It was all about the contract. They, they kind of – this one guy said it pretty well. He said, listen, I don't see this being a big deal. 
I think it's more about moving on from the contract for the Rams. Don't yeah. see the Rams having a lot of leverage. Maybe the third is like what this guy was talking about. So uh, we'll see. If you're a team, it, maybe the Rams are not going to hold you up uh, on the potential to go out if you want to go get uh, if you want to go get Jalen Ramsey and make him part of your team. Oh man, it would be so awesome to get him. It'll be interesting to see what team what the market is because I don't want to give a first for a guy who's getting paid like he's in his prime, but he might be passing it by. You know, you might be getting a, a declining asset. So that's why I think like for the Cowboys, a late two, I'm willing to give that if my scouts give me the thumbs up on what they think he's going to be able to do this year. But I feel like he's on a significant decline watch right now. And we've seen that happen with Patrick Peterson and Richard Sherman. And, you know, sometimes they can keep playing well till 32 or 33, but he's right on that line where you could wake up next training camp and be like, wow, who's this guy out there in the Jalen Ramsey jersey? Yeah, I just feel like, to get Zach, Eric, you guys, any yeah. thoughts on that? I'm not necessarily crazy about trading for Jalen Ramsey. It is nice to hear that maybe you could get him for as little as a third-round pick, but that, that contract, that cap hit number is is pretty substantial. I think you'd want to know what your plan is with Trayvon Diggs. Uh, do you plan on also paying him? But if I told you guys it's going to cost you a second-round pick to bring DeAndre Hopkins or a second-round pick to bring Jalen Ramsey, are we unanimous on Hopkins? I think yeah. I lean Hopkins. Yeah, yeah. I think we're all Hopkins. And I think yeah. you've got to go Hopkins because I think you need to look at big picture, and this draft is a really good secondary draft as a whole. Yeah, Safeties and corners, it doesn't run that deep at receivers. So if you're looking at team building for this offseason, I think you're better suited at spending that asset on a wide receiver than you are bringing in a cornerback. Yeah, I think you're absolutely right about that. So just wanted to let everybody know out there that, you know, maybe this is something, maybe if 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 Ramsey's a second or third round, maybe some of these teams are not going to hold you up for other opportunities like we mentioned uh, with Hopkins and stuff like that. Okay, got a little game for my guys here. And this comes from our group, uh, our friends over at the Yard Barker. And this list was, it's the it's a list actually the top five, uh, 25 Cowboys of all time. But I narrowed it down to the top five Cowboys of all time. And, it, and it, it's created by measuring each player's approximate value and this is uh, something that the pro football reference statistic is used it puts a single number on the seasonal value of a player at any position from any year so this is uh how we and we're gonna we're gonna play this game in multiple uh multiple choice style if we could so each one of you will give a guess and then i'll tell you if you're right or wrong all right the number five player on this list according to yard barker the names are number five is it Ed Tutal Jones, Tony Dorsett, Michael Irvin, or Rayfield Wright? The number five Cowboy player of all time, according to the approximate value. That's from Pro Football Reference. Can you give me my options one more time? Tutal? To, uh, Ed Tutal Jones, Tony Dorsett, Michael Irvin, Rayfield Wright. So Rayfield Wright is, is choice D? Yes. And then you have... Dorset is choice B. Right. Okay. All right. Just we're all ironing this out here. Are we going to talk about C is Urban. C is just C is playmaker. I always kind of just circle C. You know, that's just that's my multiple choice move. If Unless I'm starting I've, a te- if I'm starting a team, I want the playmaker. I'm I'm going to go with Michael here as well. No player number five happens to be Tony Dorset. Uh, the the Cowboys uh, took notice of him, drafted him, made him an immediate impact, winning offensive rookie of the year. His uh, uh, running helped the Cowboys win the Super Bowl in 1977. He had a thousand yards, uh, uh, eight seasons with the Cowboys. Woo. So nice he job. is he is number five for your all time. Okay, the number four player 
for this uh, for this list. The names you have: all-time Cowboys, Mel Renfro, Leroy Jordan, Tony Romo, or Chuck Howley. Mister Howley, boom, boom, boom. Nobody. Uh, no, that went over my head. Who was Give me that? Leroy Jordan? It's Ozzy Osbourne. Mm. Is that is that uh, Black Sabbath? Black Sabbath, yeah. yeah. Mel Renfro, Leroy Jordan, Tony Romo, Chuck Halley, fourth all time according to this uh, value that the that we use here, this approximate value. I'm going to go Walt Chuck Halley. Gavin, you you're going Mr. Halley. You're going Halley. The Hall of Famer. Nope, it's actually Mel Renfro. Wow, well, gosh nice dang job, it. Mel. Yeah, it's you a guys are, you guys don't know your Cowboys very well, especially you, Walt Chuck. Oh, I think this list Cowboys. is pretty crap. No, uh, fine. as we know, I hate analytics, Brian. They're wrong <laughs> once again. <laughs> Renfro was a ten-time Pro Bowler. He accept, intercepted fifty-two passes in his career. He was also a lethal return man. Uh, he was inducted to the Pro Football Hall of Fame in 1996. Who's Cor- your favorite Mel of all time, by the way? Are you a Mel Renfro? Are you a Mel Blunt? Are you a Mel Kuyper? Or are you a Mel Gibson? Those are the four Mel's that just came to my mind. I definitely wouldn't go Gibson, even though I do love Braveheart. Uh, he's going to be. Uh, it's got to be Kuyper. He's got a pretty strong objection there. He's talk. eliminated himself from me, unfortunately, even though I love his films. Uh, he's got some pretty bad takes. Out it's got to be Kuyper for me because he's a draft guy. And he's got that hair. He's got great yeah. hair, but I, I've yeah. always been a blunt guy. You know that about me. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Let's see if you guys can get player three right here. I'm, I'm a little. Uh, I can't believe I did this list. I thought maybe you guys would be a little bit better at this game, but I guess not. No. It's a bad list. No, it's. You know, it's. It's. Hey, it's. It's a list. You know, it's a no, list. I do love lists. We'd all love lists. Okay, player number three all time for the Cowboys. Is it Cornell Green, it's Emmett Smith, corner cornerback, Randy White, Roger Staubach, or Zach Martin? Randy, <laughs> Randy White. Uh give me Zach Wolchuk Martin. Gavin? It's clearly Randy White. It is Randy White. He's the number three. I, see, all I have to do is kind of, like, get on you guys about it a little bit. Appreciate you keeping us Yeah, I keep, well, you know, I'm kind of like Stephen Jones here. You now know, I've, got of, a, I've got a feel for this list a little bit, where need, they're going. Yeah, we need, we need to be one click better. You need yeah. to be one click better over Just there, like Dawson. Stephen, huh? Yep. Yeah. Seems like Mel Brooks, by the way, is the uh, number one uh, Mel being tweeted or texted at us on the truck right now. I had a golf on his backyard. Yeah. Same backyard. I almost – I took that – crap in okay well yeah, then that's that, your number one Mel. Yeah, yeah. he dang near saved your yeah. life julie andrews i hit the ball in her backyard but right by mel mel brooks's backyard is where i went to the men's room uh okay here's player number two by the way how's that chew working yeah with the chew i see yeah, it's going pretty well got the, it's going pretty well i got the pink lemonade flavored gum uh, and unfortunately that gum only lasts about four and a half seconds so whenever i got three pieces of gum and then i wrapped the chew in the gum, and now I'm doing the baseball thing of chewing it, and uh, it's nice. It, it brings a little brings a little pop, little pop to, to the, the gum. Yeah. yeah, I got you. Okay, I got, I got guesses for two and one. Okay, here we go. Number two, is it Larry Allen, Darren Woodson, Tyron Smith, or Bob Lilly? Bob Lilly, Larry Allen, Woody. It's Bob Lilly. Wow. Bob Lilly, give it to me. Well, Chuck yeah. didn't even wear his Bob Lilly shirt today. No, I didn't. Wear I didn't them. bring it on the trip. It's a Rangers trip, so I left it at home. Okay, oh, this 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 the number one, the number one player might be a little bit of a controversy here. Oh no, it's Tony Romo. Might be, <laughs> little, might, be a little, might be a little bit of a controversy here, but let's see, let's see if we can pull it together. Is it Emmett Smith? Well, it's not a controversy. Jason Witten. Troy Aikman or Demarcus Ware? Okay, this is a controversy. All right, wait, 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 wait. This Give is the number one again. player all all time. Okay, Emmett Smith. Yep. Jason Witten. Hello. Tony. Uh, Troy Aikman. 
or Demarcus Ware? Uh, I'm going to go Demarcus Ware. Hall of Famer. Give me the deuce deuce. Give me the geezer himself. Number 82, Jason Witten. Zach Wolchuk, I give you your card back. It's Emmett Smith. As what? The all-time best cowboy player of uh, for all time, as I say that Thank again. You. How many times Ryan? can I say all time so in one sentence? I just want to clarify. It's the all-time cowboys player of all time. It's the cowboys player of number one player of all time, all time list. Okay. Is all what right. we got there. I don't so. think anybody's gonna push back on that. But would you think with analytics, though, that Emmett Smith would be the, the all-time no, guy? No, I, I, I thought all, all those years of sub 4.2 yards per attempt, I all mean, that, years. that was bad. Yeah. That was bad. How many years were there, Wolchuk? Yeah, I, he was carrying just slab D's to 1,000 yards. You know, seasons. I was on that staff. You oh, could well, kind of make it a little bit. you give a guy the ball yeah. 25 times a Come game, on. you're going to get to 1,000 yards. you know what Pilar, you guys were putting in front of him. That's an accumulation. He, he, was was the, still, he was still getting it done. It was the diamonds and doo-doo is what it was, you right? You wasn't wrong, but I didn't like that comment. Yeah. Big disrespect to Roger the Dodger, though. Didn't even crack the top five. Yeah, I thought Roger would be number one. He's number eight, actually, on this list is what he is. So, anyway. But, uh, gentlemen, thank you for getting better at this game. I'll, I'll work on a better game tomorrow. No, actually, I, mean, I enjoyed that Brian that was fun yeah. after 1995 Emmett Smith would have been cut and career over after the 96 season you bite your tongue We're I have his I have the letter <laughs> you want to get in a five hey, I have the letter I have the letter that Parcells sent to him that told him he's no longer a Dallas Cowboy wow. a copy of that letter can we burn it together no I'm not gonna burn it. I'm gonna keep it man it, it reminds me it reminds me no matter how great you are at this someone is gonna get rid of you yeah. Just remind me. He said he said the box was marked that your your ability no longer uh, matches your play. Wow! So that's, that's a, a great Emmett Smith, all time leading rusher. I got his letter. They sent to him and told him he can't play football anymore for the Dallas Cowboys. It's brutal to get you know move on from a legend like that after all those years of yep. three point yep. nine yards per attempt. Well, Chuck, <laughs> can't believe they did that. We're gonna need the backstory on how Walter so got his hands on I'm that about letter. to send your ass back to Portland. The guy won you three Super Bowls, Steve. Well, we're halfway there. Yeah, you know, it wouldn't be that hard. <laughs> I, I bet you could. You know, you're young and probably full of anger after that conversation I had with your mom Friday. Afternoon. I'm so upset with you. Yeah, Steve. No, my mom was. My mom did a great job. She did a great she job. She loved it. Yeah, she was the star of the show. She really does want that sweater, though. Stephen Jones on Dak and how the offense is going to evolve. That's coming up next here, live from Surprise or Cover. Brought to you by Sonic here on 105.3 The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? 
Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.